Welcome to episode 145 of the Headspace and Timing podcast. On today's episode, I have a great conversation with two-time veteran Aaron Hale, a veteran of both the Navy and the Army. Aaron's story is one of persistence, resilience, and thriving in spite of the limitations he has instead of simply surviving in spite of them. Before we get started, I want to give the listeners a heads up that as we approach the 150th episode, I'm going to be doing something a little bit different. I have a number of great guests lined up over the next month or so, so keep tuning in. And after that, I'm going to be putting new interviews on hold while I develop a different project that I hope to announce soon. I'll be going back and putting together shorter episodes based on previous conversations, so keep subscribed, keep listening and giving feedback, and keep an ear out for the next big thing. To keep up with the latest, sign up for our newsletter by going to VeteranMentalHealth.com forward slash update. I'm also looking for those of you who want to get in early on the new project. I've started to build a community of listeners on Flick. So you can interact with other listeners, provide feedback about the show, or interact with the host and guests. While on your phone, go to VeteranMentalHealth.com forward slash community, or follow the link in the show notes to learn more. Here's a short preview of the longer conversation. You're listening to Headspace and Timing, where we're trying to change the way that we think and talk about veteran mental health. Aaron's story started before he joined the military, where he grew up enjoying cooking and eventually joined the Navy as a cook. Serving in Italy, first as a building manager and then as a personal chef of a flag officer, wasn't enough for him. He volunteered to deploy to Afghanistan as an individual augmentee. While there, he got to know some explosive ordnance disposal technicians and eventually became one himself. We talked about his tendency to continue to push himself and seek the next higher challenge. The thing is, I found that even... If I didn't have you know, a, a set course, a, 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 that direction, I found that I was always happiest when I was, I was finding, I was challenging myself. And every time I found a new challenge, I, I had a new goal, I had more direction, and I somehow, in some way, would better myself. And of course, you know, it, it was growth. It was change, and it uh, it was happiness. You know, you can you can challenge yourself. You can learn and and grow. Aaron's military career was on an upward trend. Then disaster happened. As part of the extremely dangerous job that he had, the worst happened on his third deployment. Two thousand eleven, I was on my uh, third deployment, second to Afghanistan, second as an EOD tech. This time, I was a uh, EOD team leader. I deployed a uh, the robot on an IED, and this was late at night. And it had it found a you know the standard Afghan uh, pressure plate connected by lamp cord wire to a jug of homemade explosive. The robot was able to you know, remove the the pressure plate, but couldn't get the jug out of the hard-packed earth. Now, I could have just dropped a block of C4 and gotten rid of it, but part of my duties is uh, to make sure the, you know, that all of the hazards are, are taken care of, that I collect as much as, uh, evidence as I can as safely as possible. I just uh, jumped out of the truck, went down with my uh, metal detector, uh, and about 
20 or 30 meters from the, the original ID, a secondary device detonated. The blast only hit me in the head. Uh, from my neck down, virtually no damage whatsoever. So uh, thank goodness for you know being able to keep my my uh, my limbs, my digits, all that kind of stuff. A, a a piece of fragmentation had cut directly across uh, my my right eye and across the bridge of my nose and put a gash in my left eye. In that that flash, I lost my eyesight. He and I talked about the aftermath of that devastating injury, the impact that it had on him psychologically, and how he dealt with it by relying on the mindset that he developed as a result of his military service. I don't, I don't know where my resilience came from or my, my uh, optimism. Uh, I just, I guess I'm naturally, uh, I've got a, a, a positive outlook, which, which really helped. Sitting in the, you know, the, the bed at Walter Reed, and the, of course, it's, it, it would be, you know, a lie to say that the, 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 those, those awful thoughts don't come creeping in. You know, the, you know, the what is the why me's. Uh, what what now? What am I gonna do? I'm blind. What what can I do? Those those demons came knock, whispering in my ear, saying your life is over. But uh, I kind of just pushed that away, and it, it was <laughs> a large part the military training. It said, you know, I gotta, I gotta assess my situation, and I gotta figure out what I still still have available to me. You 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 learn to deal with what's coming ahead with what the tools you have in your kit. So um, now I'm short a pair of tools, uh, my eyes, but I'm, I'm still alive. I've still got plenty of tools. I've got a great team, my family, my friends, tons of support behind me. I got to figure out what to do. Aaron described how important it was for him to continue to challenge himself in much the same way he did before he was injured by the IED. Without continued effort towards growth and improvement, he said that he found himself in a pretty bad place. Whether you have some kind of disability or not, we often find a comfortable place where we can we can rest because change, growth, it's hard. Uh, it's uncomfortable. And comfortable is, well, comfortable. But I found that if I sit back and I found this from a lot of my, my fellow uh, disabled friends and all of all my friends who lead happy lives is that they're not they're not satisfied with sitting back in in being comfortable because there's there's this common feeling that if we're not growing or doing the opposite there is no actual status quo yeah i i I feel i feel of myself if i'm not running if i'm not working out i start feeling the, the wheels falling off, or I feel those demons uh, start knocking again. Just when you think Aaron's life can't get any more difficult, he has a bout of spinal meningitis that renders him completely deaf. Eventually, he regained the ability to hear through cochlear implants, but it was another challenge that he felt he had to overcome. So he turned to something that was a constant in his life, his love of cooking. I was completely deaf for over six months. And it's such an isolating feeling, such a horrible, lonely place to be blind and deaf and just not know uh, how long it was going to last. 
my whole world ended at the ends of my fingertips. It, it was it, it, like I said, it, 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 it could have been it would have been really easy to feel sorry for myself. But the holidays were coming. We invited the whole family, friends. We were going to have a feast. And one thing I did know is I could still cook. I couldn't uh, see the food. I couldn't hear the food cooking, but I knew what to do. So I began making this elaborate feast. I started weeks in advance. I was making desserts and just freezing them or whatever, what have you. And I was making a ton of fudge. My my wife, actually my girlfriend at the time, um, she said she noticed something she hadn't seen in six months. And I was a smile on my face because I was doing something. I was actively engaged in something. And I, I realized that I was, I was happiest when I was doing something for somebody else. We talk a lot about how Aaron has made it through the physical challenges he experienced and how he can still find a way to be successful. As I mentioned in the beginning, his is a story of perseverance and determination, doing things one step at a time until a lot of steps accumulate into a bunch of really extraordinary accomplishments. I don't spend much time on what I can't do. I focus on what's possible, even if it's hard. And I just set a goal, set a plan. I start working towards it. Even if I just have to put my head down and start working on putting one foot in front of the other. Um, and, and the most literal example of that is when I couldn't, didn't have any balance I had a treadmill and I held on to my treadmills, uh, stability bars with an iron grip and I just turned it on. And you know, the, when you turn on a treadmill, it goes at half a mile an hour and I just walked until I could build up to a jog and then I was running again. And then, uh, yeah, I ran my first marathon when I, after I'd gone blind Ran my first ultra marathon, having never seen or heard anything about it. Um, and during, during the race, I just ran. And it's a very literal, literal uh, explanation of it. But uh, yeah, it, it, the the struggle is maybe hard and maybe uncomfortable, but it is what helps us grow and helps us get past uh, the difficulties. You're listening to Headspace and Timing, where we're trying to change the way that we think and talk about veteran mental health. We talk about a lot more in the longer conversation. Aaron describes the IED blast and its aftermath in greater detail, how he and his wife founded their company, EOD Fudge, where EOD doesn't stand for Explosive Ordnance Disposal, but Extraordinary Delights, and what it's like for Aaron to inspire others to thrive in spite of their limitations. You can hear the full episode when it comes out at www.veteranmentalhealth.com forward slash HST145. Just a reminder that the guests and information on this show are for educational purposes only and not meant to be considered professional advice. Well, I'm a therapist, I'm not your therapist. If something you've heard makes you think you should talk to somebody, then reach out to do so. Make sure to join us for the next episode. Hit subscribe on your podcast player of choice so you don't miss it. Until then, remember, veterans, you're not alone. Ever. <laughs>